Let me tell you about what happened last time on Let Me Tell You About Homestuck. It's all going bad. Wherever John is, it is not where he used to be. Boy, listen to me, boy. I'm determined your neighborhood was destroyed by the meteor. I guess if this is all the game's doing, then the point is for us to save the world? Perhaps. Then we'd better get moving and figure this game out! This is like Lost. There's some kind of facility down here that our uh, wayward vagabond has found with some kind of console where he can see John, and he's been the one typing in all these commands! Mm, your laptop battery's alright for now, but it won't be for long. If the power in the house doesn't come back on, you can think of one last resort. The small backup generator stored behind the mausoleum. <laughs> that is a... That is a clown grandma. Clownma. <laughs> I love my clownma. This can't possibly go wrong. Oh, oh she lost her connection. connection lost. That's... Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. That's... I can't think of a better turn of phrase to describe what just happened. Rose is in trouble, and she needs help. I was going to connect to her with Spur, but I lost my copy. Okay. So I think you should use your copy of the game to help her. My copy? That's going to be tough. There's this really cool dude, okay? He's standing around being all chill, like cool dudes are known to be sometimes. A cool dude like this probably has a real cool name. But he probably wouldn't just tell you what it was if you asked. He'd be way too busy for that. Busy being totally sweet. But you could always try to guess his name. And if you were right, he might nod ever so slightly. That's a cool dude's way of letting you know you there might just be hope for you yet. Uh, the, the continuing uh, Andrew Hussey's love affair with uh, Snoop Dogg. Yes, yeah, not just Snoop Dogg, but Snoop Dogg as he appears in the Starsky and Hutch reboot. Yes. Uh, WWE Hall of Famer Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and also, uh, uh, I believe, uncle of the next Divas Champion, Sasha Banks. Listen, we have spent, we have w expended our wrestling quotient, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Enter <laughs> name. Insufferable prick. This guy doesn't have time for this sort of bullshit. He just straight up cut it in half with a sword. Yeah. Try again. Dave Strider. Twinkle. Yeah. Yeah, okay, now I remember the guy's name. Yeah. <laughs> it's Dave. It is Dave. Oh, it's the Midnight Crew. Well, yeah, if you read the command, we could all find out about that. Your name is Dave. What? Yo, you're just taking over my job, huh? Yeah, fucking yeah. <laughs> Your name is Dave. It's an unseasonably warm April day. Your bedroom window is open to let some air in, and your fan is cranked. Arguably even more cranked would be your fly beats, which brings us to your variety of interests. A cool dude like you is sure to have plenty. You have a penchant for spinning out unbelievably ill jams with your turntables and mixing gear. You like to rave about bands no one's ever heard of but you. You collect weird dead things preserved in various ways. You're an amateur photographer and operate your own makeshift darkroom. You maintain a number of ironically humorous blogs, websites, and social networking profiles. And if the inspiration strikes, 
You won't hesitate to drop some fat rhymes on a mofo and represent. What will you do? Uh, quickly retrieve arms from cinder blocks. Nah. <laughs> Dave's just not even playing along with yeah, the Yeah, no. <laughs> Dave's too cool for this. Yep. Uh, get the damn bait and save your friend's life. This notion strikes you as nonsensical. You can't imagine how a video game could save someone's life, and in any case, you're quite sure no one you know is in any danger. Anyway, these are your copies of the beta you received in the mail recently. You've labeled them with your name in bold red print to distinguish them from your bro's copies, who labeled his in kind. Neither of you really gives a shit about this game or has any intention of playing it, but you'll be damned if you'll let that get in the way of your campaign of one-upmanship. So this is a little confusing. It is basically flashed back to now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dave's point in the timeline is back at the start of the story right now. Okay. Um, bleat like a goat and piss on your turntable. You would never consider allowing any fluid even remotely resembling urine to touch your beloved turntables. That would risk breaking them. And a world without the gift of your godly science just doesn't sound like a place you want any part of. While you're at it, you might as well wipe out human civilization with a meteor or something ridiculous like that, which will probably never happen. That sort of thing only happens in stupid idiot movies for stupid idiots. Uh, next. You will, however, contemplate bleeding like a goat for ironically humorous purposes at a later date. This is, uh... This joke gets paid off in about five years. Excellent. <laughs> uh, examine closet. This is your closet. This is where you keep a lot of your crap. Like that box. And that bottle of... What is that? Is that? Uh, check the blue box. This is the package that your friend John Egbert sent you for your 13th birthday a little while ago. It now contains nothing except a note and a certificate of authenticity vouching for the genuine Hollywood memorabilia which the box originally contained. And which you are now wearing to be ironic, but also to be incredibly cool in a way somehow intangibly related to the ironic nature of the accessory. You find it sort of exasperating to explain these subtleties to people? The box also included a signed photo of Ben Stiller, which now proudly hangs above your closet. Proudly and ironically. I know a lot of people like uh, Dave when I was in, when I was 13. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, take box. You capsulog the box through your hash map fetch modus. The modus's current hash function resolves the index by valuing each consonant at 2 and each vowel at 1. The total is divided by your number of cards and the remainder is the index. Box equals 2 plus 1 plus 2 equals 5. 5 modulo 10 is 5. The box is capsulogged in card 5. Uh... Jesus. Yeah, I feel like I did not learn how hash maps worked until, like, my junior year of computer science studying, so I wouldn't worry too hard about understanding what how Dave's uh, capture log works. Uh, we were having fun. I was having fun. <laughs> and then I remember the coach stuck in bullshit. Uh, examine jar of unknown yellow substance in the closet. Oh, hell Yes! It's an unopened container of apple juice. You thought you were all out. It's like fucking Christmas up in here. This is so great. You've got to tell John about this immediately. He'll be so excited. I love that he's got to tell his friend that he has apple juice. He's really excited. <laughs> That's so great. That says so much about him. Yeah, no, it is. Like I like I said, he, he is trying to be very cool and very ironic. Yeah. 
But he's just adorable. Yeah, he's just a dork. <laughs> I'll, if I'm being honest, like, I... I was just thinking about this recently, like, my... What I was kind of trying to be for, like, beginning of high school to, like, a few years ago. Uh-huh. Which I'm not proud of. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> we all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Was to try to be, like, someone, ex- like, very cool and very, like, not, like, super attached to anything. Right, right, yeah. Then mocking people who were very attached to things. Totally. Which... It's not a way to go through life. Nah. But I think it's something that a lot of people do at some point or another. Um, and, like, I see kind of the people that I was, like, I kind of saw as, like, kind of almost heroes at that point in my life. Right. Still out there, still doing that, and it kind of just bums me the fuck out. Yeah, there's definitely a point where, like, earnest affection for things seems immature. And then eventually you realize that that's what's immature. Yeah, no, it's... It's a trip. <laughs> oh, oh, our our mutual friend uh, on Twitter just messaged us back and said, this is so early. Yep. <laughs> oh, she's just thinking about how long you have to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm typing back to her. Uh, let's take yeah. the juice. Let's take it. You catalog the juice into card seven. Two plus one plus one plus two plus one modulo ten equals seven. Um, let's access Pester Chum and Pester John. In addition to letting your buddy know about this outstanding juice windfall, you figure you'll wish him a happy birthday while you're at it. In your own cool, sort of roundabout way, of course. Good thing you looked at that box he sent you, or you might have forgotten. You also might as well ask him about that beta. The kid's been harping about it for weeks. It'd be cool if it came on his birthday. He'd be one happy camper. One thing I really like about Dave is one of the few places where he's not ironic is in, like, his... He likes his friends a lot. Yeah. Like, that is, like, the one point where he will drop that facade a little bit. Yeah. Uh, next. Oh, man, he's got a cool desktop background. Yeah, I... I I won't say that I had a a desktop like this. Uh Uh-huh. But... I may... I, I definitely had images saved like this. Right, yeah, yeah. I think this is a screen cap from Hussey's uh, short little mini-comic, And It Don't Stop, which mm. is about a tournament of robot fighting where the robots are piloted by freestyle rappers. And the better uh, yeah. you rap, the better your robot fights. Yeah, you can see the little uh, tournament bracket in the corner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next. Uh, Alright. We've got a pester log. So I think this is one we've actually read on a previous episode. Uh, do you want to switch it around? Yeah, you know what? Let's do that. (laughs) Hey, so what sort of insane loot did you rake in today? I got a a Little Monsters poster. It's so awesome. I'm going to watch it again today. The apple juice scene was so funny. Oh, hell, that is such a coincidence. I just found an unopened container of apple juice in my closet. It's like fucking Christmas up in here. Okay, that's fine, but I have one question and then a word of caution. Have you ever seen the movie called Little Monsters, starring Howe Mandel and Fred Savage? But the seal on the bottle's broken. Unbroken. Unbroken. Are you suggesting someone put piss in my apple juice at the factory? All I'm saying is, don't you think Monster Howie Mandel has the power to do something as simple as reseal a bottle? Try using your brain, numbnuts. Why did the fat kid or whoever drank it know what piss tasted like? 
I mean, his reaction was nigh instantaneous. It was the 15th day in a row Howard Mandel peed in his juice. <laughs> okay, I can accept that. Monster B-list celebrity douchebags are cunning and persistent pranksters. Also, Fred Savage is a really punchable face. But who cares about this? Let's stop talking about it. Did you get the beta yet? No. Did you? Man, I got two copies already. But I don't care. I'm not gonna play it or anything. The game sounds boring. Did you see how it got slammed in GameBro? GameBro is a joke and we both know it. Yeah. Why don't you check your mail? Maybe it's there now. Alright. Go online and view sites indicative of your interests. You open the Hephaestus web browser and direct it to your ironically maintained blog where you post monthly satirical reviews of GameBro magazine. Your latest post is a review of the March issue. You've been meaning to write a review for the latest issue, too, but you've sort of been dogging it. Something about the game they're reviewing just doesn't strike you as right for satirical purposes. What are the, oh, I just opened up the cover of Game Pro, where he's skateboarding with a Dorito. Yeah. <laughs> uh, specifically, uh, Dorito's Spicy Sweet Chili. Yes. And then there is a Pringles can in the background. Yeah. I don't know if it's still up, but for a while, Dave did have a blog you could go read. Is a uh, Street Bros Hello blog? Yeah, it might have been that. I remember he had a review of Tony Hawk, not like the game, the person. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> oh, an old friend. In another, in a new tab, Next. you open one of your sites, a webcomic ironically maintained through a satirical cipher vaguely similar to that of your blog. It's called Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff. You have legions of devoted fans, most of whom are totally convinced of your creative persona's in, uh, sincerity, which is just how you like it. So, we might have some unique insight into Sweet Bro yes. and Hella Jeff. Uh, do you want to tell the story of how it came to be? You probably know it better. Okay. So, uh, on the forums for the Penny Arcade webcomic, there is an art forum. Which is where we met. Basically. Yes, yeah, on, on not the art forum specifically, but on the Penny Arcade forums. And uh, the art forum is generally known for being very critically harsh on people. Like, they don't they don't truck with noobs when it comes to art. They don't sugarcoat it. They do not sugarcoat how bad you are at drawing. And uh, occasionally you'll have a new user sign up and post their webcomic and, like, ask for critique. And usually it's awful. And sometimes they will take the criticism they receive graciously and work to improve. Most of the time they get mad. And in one particular case in like 2006 or 7, uh, someone did that and got mad about it with their comic. I don't even remember what it was called originally. But Andrew Hussey, who at the time posted on that forum decided to create Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff as a parody of their webcomic. Uh, and the characters of Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff vaguely re resemble what that person's uh, characters looked like, and it's about the same level of humor. The I, art I, was not this bad, but it wasn't good. I think the uh, the second comic about banging your mom is, specific, is a direct parody of the joke that was in the comic. Yeah, and I believe that Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff's, uh, or I think it's Hella Jeff that has the the iconic pork chop mouth, uh, yeah. came from that comic originally. Yes. Uh, so Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff in the world of Homestuck was drawn by Dave Strider, as we've just learned. Yeah. And uh, once you get past the initial set of comics that were made to 
mock that man. Uh, the comic actually starts to vaguely um, foreshadow what will happen in Homestuck. Huh. It's usually like stuff that you really can't suss out the meaning until you look at it in retrospect. Yeah. But it's like visual images or phrasing will come up where it's like, wait a second. You talked about that in Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff like a month ago. Uh, I'm guessing at some point someone has the car. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> someone has the car. And I mean, you've seen, you can probably guess what car it is at this point. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, we're doing it, man, we're making this happen becomes kind of a, yeah. <laughs> a rallying cry for these kids for a while. Um, I distinctly remember, you know, I, even before I tried to read Homestuck, there was a time me and my friend, uh, just read all of Sweet Bro and Hell and Jeff that was out at, out at that point. Yeah. And I, it was, it's one of those, like, late night things where you're, you know, it's, you're kind of delirious. Totally. And I believe at the, um... I have the car, as it gets smaller and smaller, we, I think we both just lost it crying. Yeah, no, it's real good. I bought the Sweet Bro and Hella Jeff book. Yeah, I was, I was about to bring that up, because I wonder if that guy who posted on the, that forum long ago knows <laughs> that the, like, shitty parody of his comic yeah. got, like, into, like, a very nice... I don't think it's, like, leather-bound, but it's, like... It no, looks, but it's, it's hardback. Um, yeah. The cover of it is a parody of um, that really famous painting. I just looked the name of it up. I don't want to make anyone think that I know about art that I can just say it off the top of my head. It's uh, a Sunday afternoon on the island of La Grande Jatte, that sort of famous painting of like the people at the park. I, I've seen that painting in person. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, um, it, here's yeah. A weird, that painting is big as fuck. Yeah, I remember seeing it in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Like, I didn't really realize... How big it is. Also, that lady's walking a monkey. Yes, she is. Um, but, uh, things of note with the book. It has one of those built-in bookmarks, like the, the silk ribbon, except it is three feet long. Great. Uh, Great. it has a coffee stain printed on it. Great. <laughs> As though someone made a coffee stain on the cover art before manufacturing the covers. And uh, we had to, a bunch of us uh, Homestuck fans had to confer with one another to discover that it was not an accident that all of our books were damaged in shipping. (laughs) Because every single one has like a tear or like a crease in the the binding. Jesus. (laughs) Uh, It also has Dorito scratch and sniff stickers in the back. There's a point where I have to admire the the dedication. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I just remember that was like a super expensive. I mean, not like super expensive, but for what pricey. you were getting, it was yes. expensive. Yes. Um, and I just, there was also a commemorative coin that was just taped to the inside of it. Yeah, and I even as like I said, I, I said this a lot now. Someone yeah. who was not a homesick fan. Didn't even like I, I I almost I almost got it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh it's pretty great. And part of me still regrets it to this day. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where that is actually. I need to dig that out. Anyway, let's uh check the latest page of the Midnight Crew. Oh right, the, the nested MS Paint adventure in this MS Paint adventure. 
You figure as long as you're chilling at your computer, you might as well see how the new MSPA story is going. You haven't looked at it in a while. Midnight Crew. You are the members of a sinister gang called the Midnight Crew. Your nefarious plots are serpentine in complexity. Your schemes convoluted. You're planning a heist in your underground hideout. What will you do? Yeah, so these designs are obviously based off of, um, Problem Sleuth characters. Problem Sleuth, yeah. So this, the Midnight Crew is weird. Someone, back when he was doing Problem Sleuth, uh, he would let people make donations to have sort of non-canon commands taken, and he'd draw them up. Yeah, those are in the books, and I believe there's at one point where, um, the Midnight Crew do show up in that. Yeah, yeah, so that's where they originated from. Um, someone just said, like, have them call in the Midnight Crew. And I think he might have designed these characters, and then yeah. Andrew got permission to use them in, uh, in Homestuck here. Uh, I, I also believe one of those non-canon, uh, commands was, uh, the creation of, well, actually I think it's one of the greatest Andrew has a good jokes, which is tap that ass. Oh, you're <laughs> Yes, because they're playing Magic the Gathering with, uh, pornographic playing cards and there's a dude with a naked butt as his land and he's got to tap it. Uh, He's like, I don't want to. He's like, you need to tap it. That, uh, those charity pages were also where the Warhammer of Zillihu was created, which might come back later. Yeah, I I have seen out of context posts enough to know that that is a thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Use Occam Razors on plans and schemes. Spade Slick uses Occam's razor to carve a circular hole into the heist plans, freeing it from the knife. You wonder what moron would jam a knife so hard in the table into the first place. Uh, climb ladder and exit hideout. Implement nefarious plots. You push against the manhole cover, but it seems some unbelievable jackass has parked your getaway van on top of it. A familiar feeling stirs. The feeling is overwhelming, soul-blackening rage. It's the sort of rage that'll make a man feel totally justified in sporting an unnecessarily elaborate assortment of fancy blades. Skip ahead a few hundred pages or so. You don't remember where you last left off, so you jump way ahead. You always forget to save your place in the story. It looks like tempers have become short in this pressure cooker already. You speculate that the tipping point may have been an ill-advised motion for a game of 52 pickup. Oh, we mentioned this last time, I remember. Huh. There is a bit of thing that happens much, 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 much later in this. Uh, oh. Top yes. left hand. Yeah, there Top is. left hand. Yep. I Top forget what we said about it last left time. left hand. Eh? Eh? I forget what we said about it last time. Yeah. Did I just say don't worry about it? Uh, I think you just quickly explained that it is a thing that they, they changed later. Oh, I'm surprised I even tipped my hand that much on it. I, I think I, I, I pushed on it. It wouldn't surprise me, because it's just a spectral floating arm. Yeah. <laughs> so it kind of begs some questions. And, like, there's only so much of, like, don't worry about it, Will. <laughs> right, yeah. I This is going to be a, a weird Newsgrounds era, which, you know, is right in this wheelhouse uh, mm-hmm. reference. Do you remember Bonus Stage? I do remember Bonus Stage! Bonus Stage had a similar thing. Yeah, they did! We're like, they were destroying their universe with time travel, and to see the episode, you had to go back to the first episode. Yeah. Where they all and, appeared. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And like, uh, on his website, he replaced the original file from that episode with the new episode. 
Oh, man. Yeah, I haven't thought about bonus stage in a while. Yeah. I'm glad someone else remembers it. I, I think, like, the only thing I really remember about it is was is that factoid. Uh, I feel like if I really pushed, I could remember a lot about it. <laughs> um, and also I believe that the guy was going to do more and then stopped. Yes, that did happen. I remember that guy was, like, really bitter about how successful Homestar Runner was compared to him. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I think he did other animations, and he was also bitter that those weren't as popular as Bonus Stage. That sounds right, yeah. He just seemed like an angry guy in general. Yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I, I don't want to judge, though, like, what people are going through. Oh, totally, oh, yeah. totally. Um, I do remember one of my favorite... Like, I think this is just an A-plus joke in any situation... He had a female character on his cast that he voiced for a long time just by, like, talking high. And at some point he actually hired a voice actress to voice her. And the way they explained it was just halfway through an episode, she just coughs and has the new voices. That, Sorry, that's it. stuck I do in remember. my throat for the last three years. I, I do remember that. <laughs> Which I think that's an incredible gag. Yeah, that's, that, that's pretty good. Um, I, I also remember there's a robot girl. And yeah. The robot the, girl yeah. There was, yeah, there was a lot of weird shit. Yeah. They, like, go into space at some point. Yeah, like, they That's had, like, a, whole, a whole season that was in space. Yeah. Like, that was, like, it, it's, like, one of those, you know, two gamers on a couch that started out off like that, and then it yeah. went weird. Like, weirder than those things usually go. Right, right. Are, are we... <laughs> is this the beginning of a bonus stage podcast? No, this is the beginning of a control delete podcast. <laughs> oh, no! Uh, an hour every week about a Control-Alt-Delete strip. <laughs> uh, let's save our place and read it later. Uh, let's. Even though the adventure began recently, it's already over 3,000 pages long. You just don't have time for this bullshit. You'll catch up later. Besides, it looks like someone's pestering you. You're pretty sure you know who it is. That, that's some good self-referential disses. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> Answer chum. Yep. Take it away. In some cultures, the persistent refusal of a lady's invitation to play a game with her would be a sign of be a sign of wanton disrespect. It says be a sign wanton disrespect by Oh yeah, it should be be a sign of. Oh uh, yeah, I feel like that is some Yeah, there's some typos in Homestuck. Yeah. Considering it's like as long as the Bible, that's yeah. maybe forgivable. Yeah. <laughs> Either that or flagrant homosexuality. What oh no. No, look, I'm busy, okay? I've got a lot of shit on my plate. I'm sort of a big deal, okay? I do not know if this is a real thing, but just judging from people I know who are into Homestuck that talked about it, I yeah. know that Dave is pretty gay. Dave's pretty gay, yeah. Okay. He's he's only come to terms with that pretty recently. Okay. And I know so. that... Ro- I think Rose is also pretty gay. Uh, Rose is, like, mega gay. Nice. Nice. I know. Sometimes I wonder how you are allowed to pay for meals in restaurants. <laughs> it must be hard to keep a low profile when you're always overhearing odd voices whisper, Is that a guy who has a blog? Seriously? Dudes be worshipping me left and right. I can hardly walk down the street without stepping over torsos of the prostrate. Navigating the urban landscape, I'm sure it's difficult enough without an obstacle course of deferential flesh and skyward asses. Perhaps adapting the art of parkour to your unique environment would help. Yeah! I mean, damn! Like, there's this scruffy little shit at my feet? An orphan or something? I don't know. Face flushed to the pavement? I'm like, dude, you listening for a stampede of buffalo or something? 
He braves a look at me, then gives my shoe a little kiss and scurries the fuck off. Heavy as the crown. Yeah. Not kicking Oliver Twist in the fucking face every day is my gift to the world, I guess. Breathtaking magnanimity. Among other things. I just give and fucking give. Indeed, nary a jewel tumbles from your wish box of daily exploits, which I imagine does not sparkle. Ah, for fuck's sake. You're just lobbying for me to play that dumb game. Baseless accusation. Look, I'm telling you, Egbert is all about that game. He will play it with you and probably be tickled stupid about it. Yeah. Another another bad word. Uh, I know this very well. I cannot hasten his mail delivery, though. Yeah, yeah. I'll hassle him some more about it. And look, how about this? If you ever find yourself in the position where your life depends on me playing that piece of shit game, then I'll play. Will that make you happy? More than you know. It perfectly mollified the grief over the demise of chivalry. I... Really love anytime Rose and Dave talk to each yeah, other. Yeah, I was, I was going to say actually, like they have a really great, like kind of instant. Um, they play off each other really well. Yeah, they're just constantly trying to one up each other. Yeah, and like you're not like quite sure if how serious Dave is being about thinking that having a blog makes him a big deal. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, um, both of them with other people are usually trying to frazzle them or get a rise out of them so when it's the two of them against each other they just keep escalating yeah and if i remember right rose normally ends up winning yeah that seems about right because dave is kind of a basket case yeah like rose seems like a bit more mature maybe like almost too trying to be mature yeah yeah but i think that gives her a bit of an edge right with uh over like the kind of just deep Irony of Dave. Yeah, yeah. Look at this, I'm talking like I almost like it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've gotcha. <laughs> John, what are you doing? Stop doing nothing. <laughs> Meanwhile, in the present, uh, that's just a good set of words right there. Yeah. <laughs> in a place where this present may be a concept of dubious merit, John is spacing out. I feel, I don't know if meantime in the present, no, yeah, that would have been worse. Yeah. Meanwhile, in present, it's funnier. Yeah. But a vague and forceful thought jots into attention. Or maybe it's that bumping sound coming from the other side of the door. What is that? Next question mark, question mark. A thick, unpleasant fluid pools from beneath the door. Troubling. Investigate this. There's a trail of this fluid in the hall leading to your room. Uh, Dave, play some hauntingly sick beats. You've been enough of the computer for a while. You feel like you've been messing around on it all week. It's time to get your jam on. I'm guessing that was lasted a week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you pull up to your trusty Akai MPC 1000 sampler and prepare to get sick nasty. Uh, next, with sound. With sound. So you can just use Dave's fat beat machine here. He's got some sound samples. And if you push all four corners at the same time, you unlock some new ones. Oh, I, I've heard that one. Of, I've heard some of these songs. Yeah, yeah. Some of them have shown up in the comics so far. It seems like it's it might be broken for me, or maybe broken in general, because I'm not getting the Ghostbusters th- song to play. Yeah, no. I'm. I'm. The other three don't work. Huh. Okay. Maybe those got turned off. Maybe for copyright reasons. Because I think they all used to be licensed music. Okay. Uh, you know, I know one of them was the Ghostbusters theme. Yeah. I'm guessing at this point none of these are Toby Fox originals. Um, 
Some of them might be. I don't think he joined the music team until a little later, though. Yeah, like, I'm looking at the, like, it has a credits list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And most of it seems to be Robert J. Lake. Yeah. I think Toby Fox got, started doing a lot of contributions around Act 4. Okay. Yeah. Th- that is, like, uh, like I said, like, one of the few <laughs> yeah. things I have to, like, kind of work myself around this. Toby Fox has some real good music in Homestuck. Toby Fox had some real good music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I recently, like, due to some, like, weird computer stuff, I, uh, couldn't get the Undertale soundtrack on my, like, phone. Uh-huh. And so I recently, and I recently fixed that, and I listened to it, and I was like, man, Toby Fox, some good-ass yeah. music. He really does. Good-ass tunes. Yep. Uh, let's take a sip of the apple juice, despite what John said. Those beats were so fresh they belong in the produce aisle is what you're talking about. Soccer moms be thumping that shit for ripeness like melons. Know what I'm saying? I don't. No. After, after beats that fresh, it'd be a crime not to reward yourself with a celebratory swig. I'm not going to keep reciting the math formulas. So he has to do math to take it out, too. Yeah, so the, the verb he uses to use the item has to add up to the same number as the location the item got placed at. God yeah, he's got the worst Silatex by far. And, uh, yeah, early on he was convinced that he had the best one. Right, I mean, he has the most computationally, like, sound one. But, like, a computer can do this math on the fly. Like, a 13-year-old kid cannot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Next. Oh, no. Yeah. You can't do it! John's got you all twisted up inside now. All you can think about is Mandel's gross monster piss. Damn you, Egbert! But my favorite, my favorite uh, a little detail of this is the, the wetness on the trousers. Oh, God, I didn't even notice <laughs> that. You're right. So he's got a, a cartoon drawing of monster Howie Mandel just pissing in the apple juice. With a photo of actual Howie Mandel, monster Howie Mandel's head. Yes. <laughs> just mugging at the camera. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Was that your Al Pacino? What? That noise you just made? Oh, no, that was just my exasperated sigh. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> you ever seen that movie, Al Pacino's The Devil? I don't think I have. Uh, Devil's Advocate. He plays a lawyer who is, like, a, like a head of a firm who is the devil. Oh, okay. And Keanu Reeves is the devil's advocate. I think the only Al Pacino movies I've seen are Godfather. Oh, that's a pretty good movie to see Al Pacino in. Yeah. Um, but the Devil's Advocate does have the line, Ken Reeves learns that, you know, the devil does not sleep. Yeah. Uh, and he goes, like, why do you have a bed? And he goes, for fucking! And <laughs> 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 it's one of those movies that is, like, you know, genuinely horrible, but also, like, kind of amazing. Yeah. Because, like, I'm, I'm a defender of Keanu Reeves, I... You know, especially in, like, more recent years with, like, John Wick and stuff. Right. He's been great. But it, it is him at his, like, least acting. Right. Against Al Pacino at his most acting. Mm-hmm. So, it, 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 it provides an interesting... Yeah. ...balance. Uh, next. You recapsulog the juice. He forgot the cap... Oh, he did forget the cap. I can't see that being a problem at any point in the future. Yep. 
Let's allocate the sword to the strife specubus. Your strife specibus is already allocated with the blade kind abstratus. There's no need to allocate it. You can wield your sweet ninja sword as a weapon once it's in your strife deck. But you'll have to capture log it first before moving it there. Capture log sword. The ninja sword occupies the same card as the juice, expelling the juice from your Silidex. Now, the thing here is Hussey had to sit down and do the math to make sure that this joke worked computationally. Yep. It splashes all over your turntables and your copies of the beta. Ah! Get a towel or something. You head out to get a towel from the bathroom across the hall. You gaze at one of the many radical puppets in your bro's collection and nod in approval. Is there anything not awesome about your bro? No. You think not. Next. You enter the bathroom. There's a damp towel on the floor you can probably use for this crisis. You stop to pay a little respect to one of your bro's boys up there. Hey, little man. How's it hanging? I'm not okay with that. Yeah, that's... Like a baby marionette hanging in the shower. No. Mm -mm. no. And and not only that, but like dressed in stereotypical hip-hop garb. Yes, yeah. There's a lot of looks going on and none of them are good. Nope. (laughs) Also, I like that he does not grab the towel in the shower. That seems to be... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's one in the background. Yeah. Let's capture that damp towel. You take the damp towel, expelling the box. Bonks him right on the noggin. Yep. Let's search the bathroom for something significantly less damp. Nah, you just decided to wring this towel out into the toilet to make it less damp. Now it's just a towel. Take towel. You take the towel and grab the box again while you're at it, since now towel yep. doesn't take up the same space. Yep. Let's clean up that juice. You clean up the juice with the towel and hang the damp beta envelopes on your line to dry off. I see nothing bad happening here. No, not outside that open window. Yeah, next. In the breeze of the fan, the betas jostle near the open window. This arrangement is a little disconcerting. If they fell out, it sure would be a stupid way to lose them. Let's turn off that fan. The crisis is easily averted. You can't imagine it'll ever resurface later in any way, shape, or form. That beta is as good as yours forever. Next. You should probably go pester Eggbert again. You wonder if he found the beta yet. You also might chat about your respective silidices and fetch modi if the topic happens to come up. You wonder if he's anywhere near as smooth as the silidex as you are. Probably not. It's probably not even humanly possible. Next. Suddenly, a rambunctious crow flies in the open window and snatches the beta, possibly to make a nest with. Or maybe just for the sake of being a brainless, feathery asshole. You yell at the bird. Next. That, that bird is calling. Yeah. And he yells stop, which equals seven, so his sword gets ejected from the Silidex. Oh. Next. You accidentally launch your ninja sword. Everything goes flying out the window, dead bird and all. He just killed a fucking bird. He just killed a bird. <sighs> Next. Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, just the hands over the mouth and the tiny little blinking exclamation point. No one can ever know about this. He he's so distraught. Yeah, have you noticed that his hair is a bird? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I just kind of said, yeah, just to yeah. get it over with. But right. Yeah. Uh, just a quick aside. Yeah. Uh, how much closer are we to the end? Uh, like, I mean, like to like uh, like a, a good break point. I actually the is it right here? No. Uh, I don't know if there necessarily is one. We can stop whenever you're ready to stop. Uh, just because I got up like super early actually today, so yeah, we can call it here if you're if you're. And, and two hours seems like a good time. It does seem like a good time. So, Ashley, what other things would people be interested in about you? I think we mostly talked about them. Um, so, yeah, I'm on uh, Tully Reprise. It's a podcast about Tully Spies for some reason. Yeah. Um, and by the point that this comes out, I think, yeah, like, I, I told you a little bit about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will be a member of Video Game Choo Choo. Which you can find at videogamechoochoo.com. And there'll be podcasts and videos and articles I'll be involved with on there. Awesome. Uh, as for me, you can uh, find me on Teenagers with Attitude, which is a podcast about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. An excellent podcast, I might add. Sure. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, and I also sometimes update a podcast called Let's Place. Where we try to objectively rank every video game ever published. Doing a damn good good job of it. I, I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that's going to do it for us this time, so... I feel I like we, have... did, we did well. Like, we, we got farther yeah. along. Uh, we met we're... a new character. We Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we are closer to the end of Homestuck more so than ever. Yes. Yes, we are. I don't think I told that the meme right, but... That's close enough. (laughs) We'll see you next time, everybody. Uh, Keep home stuck in. All right. It's really so much more than that So give